the frigid icy waters that surround Antarctica are populated with fish that don't freeze. That's despite the fact that the water is usually around minus 1.8 degrees Celsius. That's cold enough to normally turn a fish into a solid block of ice. So, what stops this Antarctic fish, the codfish, from freezing? Have you ever flown on a plane or rode in a car before? Here in Canada, a common problem is car engines freezing, but studying this fish can help us greatly with that problem. Like me, most people think cod is just like any other fish, but this fish made an incredible adaptation. Cod are able to live at sub-zero temperatures, which would normally freeze most fish and human blood. And now, they could even show us how to prolong the viability of human organs, which have to be transported over vast distances. I'm your host, Catherine Liu, and this is Earth's Aqua Antifreeze, the latest podcast in the beautiful biomimicry podcast series by Hillhurst students. In order to survive, cod have developed proteins that act like antifreeze. Codfish are greenish-brown to gray on their sides and back, with a lighter on their side. They have a light line that runs through their side, called a lateral line. They have an obvious barbaral, or whisker-like projection, from their chin, giving a catfish-like appearance. They have three dorsal fins and two anal fins, all of which are prominent. The average weight of a codfish is 5 to 12 kilograms, but specimens weighing up to 100 kilograms have also been recorded. Pacific cod are smaller than the Atlantic cod and are darker in color. There have been reports of cod that were as long as 6.5 feet. Although most cod, typically caught by fishermen today, are much smaller. But all cod are found in cold water, and to survive, they have adapted in a very cool, no pun intended, way. Antifreeze can be very helpful for the cod. But what would happen to the cod fish if the waters warm up because of global warming? Could they adapt so quickly, or would their antifreeze adaption cause them more trouble? Anyways... Next, we're going to take a look at how the protein works and how it works as an antifreeze. The adaption that cod made has to do with biology and chemistry. The protein in the cod's blood is incredibly simple. It comprises of the same three chemical building blocks, repeated over and over one theorine and two allanes. This repetitive unit is perfectly shaped to stick to ice crystals, creating a barrier that stops water molecules from joining and prevents the crystals from growing, hence antifreeze. The term AFGP is now applied to the group of molecules with similar structure that have been found in the host of cold water fish. Each AFGP has a similar make of amino acids, although the sequence may vary slightly as their overall length. Regardless, these AFGPs all do the same thing. They act to prevent the cod from freezing. The sequence of amino acids varies slightly between different AFGPs, as does their overall length. The antifreeze molecules allows ice fish to live in sub-freezing water by plugging gaps in existing small ice crystals within their bodies and preventing the attachment of more ice molecules. Ice crystal growth is thus effectively stopped. To survive, Antarctic fish have developed proteins that act like antifreeze. That all sounds pretty complicated. So... Today, I spoke to the lead researcher at University of Illinois Urbana Campaign, Ching Hing Christina Chang, to understand this better. Over the past two decades, I have been studying cod and how they've evolved genes for making antifreeze. I began working in Antarctica in 1984. 
There, my partner, Arthur DeVise, and I studied codfishes that swam in the continent's sub-zero waters. These fish survive at temperatures that would kill other fish. Whoa, that is so cool. But how are they able to survive in such temperatures? They can survive in cold temperatures because they produce their own antifreeze, a protein that courses through their blood and prevents ice from forming. In 1997, DeVise and I both at the University of Illinois Urbana campaign, found that the gene makes the antifreeze protein has an unexpected origin. It arose from an ancestral gene that makes a digestive enzyme. Seriously? How did they evolve the antifreeze from a digestive enzyme? Coincidentally, a tiny snippet in the middle of this digestive enzyme gene has developed the right code for making the unit. Over millions of years, a snippet may have dis- duplicated itself again and again, turning an old digestive gene into a new ice-binding one, and allowing the cod to survive in Antarctic waters. According to Gene, cod have evolved antifreeze from their gi- digestive enzymes. The chain of protein is simple and only consists of three chemical building blocks. That protein then keeps the cod blood from turning into ice. Isn't that absolutely spectacular? Now, a quick word with our sponsor, HelloFresh. The first time I got HelloFresh, I thought I knew exactly what to expect. I've tried many other meal kits before, but HelloFresh was so much more. All the ingredients were fresh, and the recipes were easy to follow. Learn more on hellofresh.help.com. On your first order, enter HELLO55 for 30% off. Other organisms, such as the wood frog and snow fleas, can also withstand harsh sub-zero conditions, thanks in part to natural antifreeze compounds circulating in their blood that protects their vital organs. Some creatures head south to survive in the winter, but the North American wood frog stays put, enduring sub-zero temperatures by transforming into a frozen frogsicle, with no heartbeat or breathing for prolonged periods. The partially frozen amphibian gradually thaws and hops back to life as spring emerges. Inspired by nature, scientists are studying these compounds and other extreme temperature survival tricks to better preserve blood for storage or fragile human organs and for transportation. Scientists have now copied how the proteins in the codfish work to create a process that could freeze and store donated human blood and organs, then quickly make it available for transportation. Although it is already possible to store blood cryogenically, it requires a solvent as high as 1 to 1 ratio before the freezing happens. What's more, it will take days, if not weeks, to thaw the blood and organs. And in case of an emergency, there aren't typically days to spare. Cod are inspiring, potentially life-saving storage tech for us. Today, I had the opportunity to speak to a scientist who helped in developing the life-saving antifreeze, David Miller. Antifreeze proteins, AFPs, or ice-structuring proteins, ICPs, refer to a class of polypeptides produced by the cod that help them survive below the freezing point of water. AFPs bind to small ice crystals that inhabit the growth of recrystallization of ice that would otherwise be fatal. The most widely used automotive antifreeze is acetylglycol. It works by lowering the freezing point of liquids in portion to the concentration. New AFP-based antifreeze works in a non-coagulative manner. This means that the portion of antifreeze to other liquids is greatly reduced. Wow! 
That's absolutely amazing. But how can I help save lives? Maintaining the adequate supply of blood has always been a challenge for hospitals. While refrigeration and freezing can provide a blood bank with reserves, the limited life of blood and the additives used to preserve them have made blood storage far from efficient and reliance on new donors perpetual. Me and some other scientists at the University of Warwick have demonstrated that nature might have a solution. We took a closer look at the antifreeze properties that fish in the sub-freezing waters such as the Arctic cod. Scientists isolated the specific proteins that prohibit freezing in fish blood, and we were able to mimic the properties of those proteins in a poly alcohol that can be added to human blood for efficient storage. Matthew Gibson of University of Warwick summed up the multiple benefits of using polymer alcohol in the freezing blood. Firstly, it reduces the growth of ice crystals during thawing. Secondly, it reduces the need for organic solvents. And crucially, it reduces the time between defrosting and having transfusion ready blood by eliminating the need to remove solvent. Whoa, that would be so useful in emergency situations and hospitals. David continued to tell us that although further testing is needed, scientists are hopeful that polymer alcohol not only enhance blood storage techniques, but also bolster treatment for certain cancers and neurological elements. Today we have learned that animals do incredible things just to adapt to their environments, and how if we take a moment to closely look at the creatures around us, we can learn so much. So go outside and look at the wonders of nature. A huge thanks to our our experts, Cheng and David, for teaching me all about COD and how COD's antifreeze works. Thanks to everyone who was involved in producing this podcast. Don't forget to check out our whole podcast series on our website. As always, thank you for joining me in this podcast, written and produced by Catherine Liu.